Open the eyes of our hearts, dear Lord, that we may see the wonders of your word. Amen. Today we are in Ezra chapter 2, where we see the chronicler writing a record of all the people who returned back to Jerusalem. Verse 1 says, Now these are the people of the province who came back from the captivity. So Judah is referred to as the province. From being a very powerful, independent kingdom of God, now it became a province of servitude to Cyrus, king of Persia. This is symbolic of the fact that when we allow sin into our lives, we become servile to sin. That is, we become sin's servants. We do as sin prompts us to do and we are stuck in the deep nets of sin, unable to do God's will in our lives. However, God was restoring the people of Judah back into their homeland once again to rebuild them to be his own people. And the people are referred to as the children of the province, but it also says of them as those that went up out of the captivity. So now, because of the deliverance of the Lord God of Israel, they were once again out of the captivity. This is also symbolic of the fact that it is only the Lord God who can deliver us out of the captivity of sin. There is no power under heaven and earth which can deliver us from the power of sin. It's only God who can give us the gift of salvation. The Israelites put a lot of importance to the genealogy of their families and therefore the scribes were tasked to keep meticulous records of the genealogies. And in this chapter Ezra the scribe lists out all the people who made the first transition back to Jerusalem and Judah and all the other cities. Verses 2 to 67 the list is divided into eight groups of people who came back from Babylon. Verses 1 and 2 talks about Zerubbabel and his 12 companions. Nehemiah 7.7 also talks about these 12 companions of Zerubbabel. Due to a copyist error, one is missed out over here. Verses 3 to 19 talks about the list of the Jewish families. Third, verses 20 to 25 talks about the people of the various towns. Fourth, verses 36 to 39 talks about the various priests who returned back from Babylon. And fifth, verses 40 to 42 talks about the Levites who were part of the group. And sixth, from verses 43 to 54 talks about the Nethinim who were the Gibeonites who chose to return back to Judah and Jerusalem. Seventh, from verses 55 to 58 talks about the servants of Solomon who chose to return back to Judah and Jerusalem and finally eighth from verses 59 to 63 talks about those with uncertain genealogies who took the journey back to Judah so what does this listing tell us today just as the records of these people were to show that they took a stand to follow the Lord God of Israel back to their promised land we the believers are also recorded by the Lord God himself as those who follow him so where does the Lord write the names and whose names are written there Malachi the prophet says a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the lord 
and who esteem his name what is this book of remembrance it is the book of life what is it used for let's see daniel the prophet says in chapter 12 verse 1 about the end times where there will be a time of distress such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time and at that time your people everyone who is found written in the book will be rescued this talks of the final time when the lord will rescue his people those who fear him and those who have esteemed his name from eternal damnation because as was told to john in revelation chapter 3 verse 5 he who overcomes i will not erase his name from the book of life so just as we saw in second chronicles chapter 34 those who are overcomers will be found in the book of life and those will be the people who will be rescued so what happens to those whose names are not found in the book of life revelation chapter 20 verse 15 says if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life he was thrown into the lake of fire hell is no story to scare little children it is a real place and that's the reason why jesus says in luke chapter 10 verse 20 nevertheless do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven despite all our things that we can do for the lord even great miracles jesus says your ticket that is your names that are recorded are worth far more than all of these other things and that is exactly why it is essential to guard our salvation until the end paul says in philippians chapter 4 verse 3 that those who share in the struggle in the cause of the gospel will find their names in the book of life this gives us further motivation to share the gospel with all those around us and that's the symbolic meaning of this list in this chapter and notice how out of those eight groups of people returning back to judah and jerusalem we find two of the groups are the priests and the levites and the levites are further divided into three they are the regular levites who assisted the priests and the singers and finally the gatekeepers so just as we saw the various people lined up in second chronicles the people who were returning back were making sure that that exact order is kept once again this shows how those people were keen to appease the lord god of israel by observing even the order that was specified by king david out of those eight groups the last three groups talk about three different groups of people the sixth group is the nethinim as we saw and the seventh is the servants of solomon both of these groups were gentile people the nethinim were the gibeonites who joined israel by using a lie as we see in joshua chapter 9 and the seventh group the servants of solomon are mentioned in first kings chapter 9 the israelites were asked not to use their fellow israelites as slaves and only those who came from other nations to be employed as slaves so when i say slave do not think as a real slave but rather slave as in a person who gives his or her service 
in return for food, shelter and money. Moreover, each servant was to be employed by the employer for a period of 6 years. In the 7th year, they were to be released with lot of gifts given to them. And also in the year of the jubilee as well, they were to be released. So a slave is similar to a person who is a blue collar worker or a working class person who performs skilled or unskilled labor. So what is the significance of writing these people over here? God was showing the Israelites that he was not just the God of Israel alone. He was the God of all the nations around the earth and moreover he was showing them that those slaves or servants or the blue collar workers among them were to be considered equal they found their names in the list just right beside them that was the importance that was given to them in the reconstruction of judah and they found their names in the reconstruction of the temple of the lord in building up the body of christ in the new testament paul echoes the very same sentiment when he says there is neither jew nor gentile for we are all one in christ jesus we are no longer separated but by god's rich mercy and grace we and the chosen people of israel are one and the same in the eyes of the lord as we see in galatians chapter 3 verse 28 Peter also echoes the very same sentiment when he says we are all a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for his possession so that we may proclaim the praises of the one who has called us out of the darkness into his marvelous wonderful light in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 it is however a very sad and pitiful condition that the churches of today still segregate people based on various factors so we can safely assume that such a church never belonged to the body of christ and if we as individuals have this mentality we do not belong to the body of christ as well and look at the last eighth group in the verses 59 to 63 are mentioned those people who had their genealogies lost these were the people who were excluded from the priesthood as those who were defiled they were considered impure and they could not claim their inheritance but look what this list has done it has placed them right on the same page as the rest of the people and they also have a claim and inheritance in the reconstructed Judah and Jerusalem and the reconstructed temple as well so what does it signify this shows us a very important truth and that is god uses flawed people bible is an exhaustive list of flawed people that god used to further his kingdom upon the earth Despite their failures and sins and flaws God still used them to his glory Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians that God worked through Paul in his weak areas Christ told Paul my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 James says in chapter 2 verse 5 
God has chosen the poor in the world to become rich in faith and to be heirs of the kingdom that he promised to those who keep on loving him. Verse 69 tells us that the people gave voluntarily according to their ability to the restoration of the temple of the Lord God of Israel. Look at how Ezra ends the chapter that all the people, the priests, the Levites, the people, the singers, the gatekeepers and the Nethinim dwelt in their cities and all Israel in their cities. So once again they were called as Israel. They were no longer captives but they were back to being children of God and they dwelt together in the presence of the Lord. May God bless these words. Amen.